0: Um, and then this year, I'm actually trying to put myself out there a little bit more. So, public speaking is definitely my biggest fear, bro. Yeah? One, Number one. You could,
1: would you consider this public speaking?
0: Or Not public speaking. What?
1: I mean, you kind of are speaking.
0: Kind of. But... So, public speaking, I would say public speaking and like just talking and, yeah, you know sure, what I mean? For sure. Like in this in this format. Yeah,
1: no, I guess
0: you Cause I love talking. I can talk to people all day. I can talk to you all day. But like in this format, I think it's like.
1: Yeah, honestly, like, I I feel like every time I do a podcast. I still get a little bit nervous, but honestly, like I've, I've just gotten used to. Yeah, just, yeah. I think just hearing my own voice and and everything like that, but that yeah, I think that's what, what it is, what is bro. Hundred percent, yeah. bro. I think that's what it is. Yeah, just hearing your own voice and shit. Hundred percent. Or I'll do if, if it's to say something.
0: I'd say I've been on a podcast. I'll never want to watch it. Like I'll really? be like, oh, I don't, even, don't I'll send it out. Let me know what you guys think. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think that's what it is. Once you feel like comfortable with your own
1: voice, for sure. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. No, you got to. Um, well, yeah, man, so I, uh, so I always forget to do an introduction, so I'm going to do a first thing introduction. Oh, yeah, for sure, bro. Um, so I'm sitting down with, so this is episode 27. Awesome. Uh, we're sitting with Rob, uh, Robert, Roberto, what do you go by, Rob? Uh, I mean, Roberto, oh, Robert's Roberto, fine, okay. yeah, yeah. Roberto Godinez, um, he's... Um, what what's what your title just a trainer uh like sports like you basically what, what's your title what yeah you man so yeah? i would
0: say i'm a sports performance trainer okay. and uh, i'm an owner of a few gyms here in town yeah for yeah. sure hell
1: yeah um i've heard actually you're one of like the very few guests to this date that i've um i've had actually had people recommend like someone like reached out to me said hey have you heard of rob Godini? like oh, you should yeah, have I appreciate him. That. so i thought that was That's like awesome. pretty badass appreciate bro it. um and yeah, like I've just heard heard of um, obviously just your work and what you do through, I mean, because I used to play sports, right? Yeah. I used to play basketball and you've trained a lot of the people like I played with, played against. Um, so yeah, I've just always like heard your name just in the El Paso scene. So it's just dope to be able to sit down with you, bro. Um, Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, of course. And so you you grew up in here in El Paso? Yeah, man. Born yeah. and
0: raised um, from El Paso, from the Northeast uh went away for a little bit during my college years i was out of town but yeah. i always knew i wanted to come back I always mm-hmm. knew after college i was gonna come back
1: yeah so did you uh you have you grew up with any siblings
0: yes i have two younger sisters mariana and natalia so you're the oldest i'm the oldest
1: yeah well, what was what's being the oldest like bro what's what's the, being the oldest sibling what kind because of, i'm the youngest bro okay so I, I have two older We're siblings opposite. yeah exactly so how would you say that um what responsibility comes with like just being the oldest sibling i've always been curious
0: so i think first things first i think you're you're you're, you're where i was with my parents first yeah. right both my dad and my mom so i'm their first so they i think experimenting and being parents to begin with yeah yeah um so from i think i grew up definitely with my parents being super strict Yeah. Super, my mom especially you know mom's like um more of my parents are mexican so i grew up <laughs> with a typical uh latina household mom household uh, running the show and being on my butt all the time and um but I think with that you'd be know this also comes with some responsibility you're also set for the sure, tone yeah. for your sisters and you grow up like, hey you gotta take care of your sisters yeah. and but no it's great man. I think it was I think it's um uh, in my perspective it was a little advantage of think being a, the oldest male and then you have two younger sisters so you yeah, have that extra pressure of like sure. t- oh you need to take care of them were you, and, prote- you know?
1: were you protective growing up like honestly man
0: not too much not, not too much because me and my sister we don't have that much of a gap probably like four years and then my youngest probably like six years so we grew up going at it mm-hmm. still like fighting okay. so uh even now man i'm pretty laid back yeah. um let's say with their boyfriends and stuff but <laughs> i mean if the time comes you know what i yeah, mean but no sure. i'm pretty laid back with them honestly yeah, yeah.
1: that's dope man and so um you you went to you went to Canyon, you went to Chapin, mm-hmm. and uh, what was your soccer career like, bro? Is that something you what you wanted to pursue like when you were younger? Did you always have plans of playing in college or? Oh, oh yeah, man! Yeah. I think a
0: million percent. I think I grew up with that soccer dream, man. I wanted to go pro, uh, so I grew up playing soccer in the Northeast, and then eventually uh, went to go play at Chapin, and then after college, I actually didn't play right away. I did go to a university called St. Edwards University in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to walk on there. Things didn't really work out as well. Uh, Built some amazing relationships there. Um, eventually, um, I ended up transferring there because I still wanted to play, man. I was like, I yeah. want to play. Ended up leaving to go play in another, some, two other universities. So, I ended up playing at three different schools or going to three different schools, playing at two different ones. And uh, from there, got into a little trouble, stopped playing. And that's kind of where like, the dream kind of like died down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But that was always the goal, man. I think that was from... Being a little kid, watching soccer growing up, and uh, so watching the like yeah. your the my favorite soccer players on TV, watching the World Cups, like man, that's that's the goal, you know. Yeah.
1: Do Do you feel like when when you were growing up, when you were playing, did you have? Because I feel like from my perspective, you yeah. probably have a, a really good perspective on this as well. There's people that like whatever sport they play. You have a lot of them. There, you have some that are very naturally talented and gifted, right? Uh, um, and sometimes like. they have both traits where they can be very naturally talented and gifted. And they have that work ethic too, which is like, is probably the best thing. But you also have some of those dudes that like, they're not as talented, but they work hard as like really hard. And they end up like kind of getting to the, like the level that they, um, just like their potential, right? Yeah. What What would you say you were like? Would Would you say like you had that talent, or what, did you just have to work, or like what was? What no, you?
0: definitely not, man. I yeah. definitely wouldn't say I was not definitely not like not naturally talented. Yeah. I, I was probably a short, chubby kid, <laughs> weak as heck in the weight room. Uh, not the fastest. Yeah. But I, I think I, I was always very self motivated and determined, and always willing to put in the work for sure. Yeah. And I think I loved it. I loved the process of it too. Now that I look at it back. But I was just so in love with soccer at that time. And I was like, man, I know I'm not the best, but shoot, I'm, I'm ready to work, you know, yeah. from youngest to even throughout college. Yeah. I had that fire in me, I think, naturally. But yeah, no, I was, I was definitely not a natural yeah. athlete. No, not at all.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's dope, bro. I, I feel like I was the same. Like, I, thankfully, I had the height. Mm-hmm. Well, in basketball, I feel like people say I'm tall, bro, yeah. but I'm literally like, I'm average for a basketball. I'm a like, point guard, bro, yeah, in like yeah, basketball type shit. So, but I can definitely relate to that where I... Even like I had some skill, obviously like I wasn't a, a, a I wasn't a scrub, but at the same time I knew I had to put in like a lot of work yeah. in the gym. But then there were some dudes that like would come in after not even like hitting the gym and they just walk right in Take and nothing. just like be nice, bro. So it's uh I always thought that was like super interesting. But um so did you did you ever invent envision yourself getting into like strength and conditioning and performance and everything like that or not at um, all, man. That's I don't
0: think that was ever like the goal. Um I wanted to, if I mean of course soccer didn't work out. I wanted to be a cop, man. I wanted to do yeah. law enforcement. So, yeah. I uh, I majored at the time in criminal justice. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted like I guess Plan B, you would say, was always um, law enforcement, whether it's federal law enforcement, local law enforcement. Um, but looking back at it, man, I remember my first time in a weight room, I was a little freshman soccer player at Chapin, We went to go try to use the weight room. I couldn't even lift the bar. <laughs> I think that's what pissed me off. I think yeah. it pissed me off so bad that I'm like, man, I need, I need to get stronger. I think I asked for some like 25s for my, for my birthday for Christmas. And I yeah. think that's where it started coming along. Uh, so no, I never thought I would be doing this at all. Looking back, I'm like, you know what? I've always loved working out and being in the gym and stuff, but no. Yeah. Law enforcement was always like, I thought that's what I was going to do.
1: hmm so when did that uh, when did that come about then?
0: Um, so I think naturally always being the weakest and the slowest yeah. throughout high school, I go on to play in college. I still felt the same way. Luckily, I mean, you know, puberty starts hitting, so I start growing a little bit, yeah, start getting yeah. maintain some weight. But I always wanted to be the fastest and stronger, strongest soccer player on the field. Yeah. So just being self motivated kind of got me in the room by myself. Um, at the time in El Paso, man, there wasn't any place for us athletes to get sports performance training, right? Yeah.
1: What, what was like the closest thing?
0: HPC, the- Humans Performance uh, Center. I, I think I went there. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was the closest thing. But at the time, I remember, um, it was super expensive. Mm. Super expensive. So I would just kind of, at the time, I, anything was expensive at the, at the time yeah. for me, even, even a gym membership. Um, so going to, during college, kind of trained myself, started training some of my um, underclassmen from high school that wanted to go play in college like I was. And then eventually, um, once I'm trying to Get my applications going with the law enforcement, like Border Patrol, DEA. A uh, little FBI internship I wanted to get into. There's well, you go. It's a long process. I'm not sure yeah. you've heard of it. You have to go like lie detector tests, all these yeah, applications, so yeah, everything. interviews. While that's going on, I started working at a gym. Started working at Anytime Fitness. And in my back of my mind, I always wanted a gym as a side gig. Yeah. I always wanted to have a gym as a side gig. And the name Top View Fitness, I probably had that name written down and the logo ready to go years before really yeah like i'm yeah. like oh, i'm gonna open a gym one day as a side gig i'll, I'll pull up on saturdays and yeah. see, make sure it's running well <laughs> um so i at anytime fitness and i fall in love with it man Wait, which
1: fa- one because i worked at anytime too actually which one did you work at?
0: you were did you work for greg and mike
1: no, I think uh, I worked there recently. I worked for, because are Greg and Mike the one that own like nine of them? They own like okay. 14 of them now, yeah. Okay, so I, I worked for the other owner. Oh, okay, uh, his crazy. Um, Raul. Are okay. We? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, he owns the other ones. So.
0: Okay, so yeah, I worked with Greg and Mike who owned, uh, at that time they had, I think, four. they had Kern Place, West Side by the Police Station, Northeast, and uh, Horizon. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's who I worked for, man. Just uh, front desk or you were training? Just front desk oh, okay. cleaning, just cleaning yeah. front desk. Minimal hours, working, like, I don't even remember. I think I was making, who knows, minimal wage.
1: Yeah. But well, free gym membership, right? Free membership.
0: Yeah. Oh, bro, I was, oh, I loved it. Before yeah. that, I was going, I don't know if you heard, back in the day, bro, you could used to be able to use Fort Bliss gyms really? with your Texas ID. Really? You would walk in there, boom, boom. Now okay, you can't. Yeah. So other than that, I had never really had bottom gym membership. Mm-hmm. Um, where am I going with this? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> start working there a little bit, and, um, and it was like... I think that's when I realized, man, like this is where my passion really is. And again, I'm just clean, cleaning, front desk clean. I would see the trainers and their lifestyle and like what they would do. I'm like, man, that's awesome. They come yeah. in, work, help people work out, eat, help more people work out. Man, that's badass. Um, and I think that's from one day to the next. And around this time, I think I had just gotten done with college. Me and my girl at that time had just gotten our first apartment. She's going through like a nursing school. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had no really income coming in, bro. Yeah. And I remember, like, it was tough. I, I was waiting for these applications with the FBI. Yeah, you were what, up. like 24? I was you? probably twenty two. Twenty two. This is like seven years ago, seven, eight, nine. Okay. But it'd be eight years ago. I yeah. turned thirty next month, so eight years ago. Um, so being patient for that federal law enforcement applications to pick up, but I'm like at the same time, like, man, I'm kind of liking this. Yeah. But you know, with federal law enforcement, you get all these benefits: healthcare, a steady income, a steady salary. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was always like, man, like, that sounds great. I remember at that time, my best friends, one of them was living in Madrid, just traveling, traveling, traveling. My other friend yeah. uh, was also kind of traveling, doing his thing. And I'm like, man, that sounds fun, too.
1: Yeah.
0: But if I work for the federal government, they're going to own the first five years of my life, yeah, no matter what. Great sure. benefits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good money. So I'm like, man, no, it just makes sense. Like, let me go with what I love. And I dropped all of my applications. I told my brother, Tom, hey, just so you know, I'm going to be a trainer. <laughs> and back then, bro, like, There was no, uh, I mean, I think now in El Paso, the being a personal trainer is a little bit more respected than it was at the time. Yeah. I will tell you, I do personally think that. Yeah. So my girl's like, "What are you crazy? Like, at that point, we're we're trying to build something here. Like, what do you mean you're going to go be a trainer? Yeah. And it's
1: crazy because it's not that long ago, bro. It's Mm -hmm. literally like, what, like five five to seven years ago. This was a thing and. Yeah, that's insane. How it's not even that far. hundred percent. hundred percent. Like
0: I wanna train athletes. I want to do this. Like I wanna help athletes. I'm gonna be a sports performance trainer. Like, what the hell? What are you talking about? What is that? Yeah. Um and Lauren before, you know, um, like a shout out to her a little bit. She's like, you know what, let's go for it, right? Yeah. Um, and then that's when I like I asked my bosses at the time, hey, I wanna get certified, help me out. They helped me get certified and uh what's up, bro? Damn. i going to interrupt you I'm Nah, in you good? Like,
1: what's, up, what's up, bro? chill, bro, come on, come on up, this is Yeah This is all oh. candid What's <laughs> up? Oh, shit, great. You good? What's up, buddy? What's, what's up, buddy? How you doing? How are you? How are you? Doing good, bro? How's it going? How are you? How are you Good,
0: good, good Chillin' chillin' Yeah,
1: bro it we love to have a guest in the background, so We're already two shots in, bro we're gonna catch up We're two shots in, so
0: Catch hey. up! Uh we got a little. Nito's right there, bro. Oh, catch sure. up, bro. Oh Did <laughs> um, yeah, I unplug some something?
1: Um, can you hear yourself? No, uh, or. No. Oh, well, oh, oh.
0: check, check. Yeah, I can hear
1: it now. Uh, is it. You see a recording, right? It's the red dots. The red window. dots? Yeah. yeah. Right, I, bet, I,
2: bet. <laughs> uh, I got you. I like that jacket. Thanks, bro. That is nice. I found it in my closet right in my
1: head. <laughs> So, yeah. So, no, we were just getting into how he uh, basically just got started in, in yeah. training and stuff. So you basically said that. Uh, so, yeah, you you're you pull your applications, bro. Yeah. And then you're just like. But, so what's the first step you take, bro? Like what is. So
0: at uh, this time, I asked the, my boss for many times. And he's like, hey, I want to be a trainer. How do get certified? I'm like, yeah, for sure. Let's do it. And At this point, I remember I started working there January. I can't remember what year, to be honest, but it was a January. By this point, it's like March struggling struggling struggle bus um no i started working there in november i'm sorry november this is january mm-hmm. i remember like, i asked on january 1st man it was like january 1st we're in struggle bus me and my ex were down bad bro no money coming in and i was like man i'm gonna i'm gonna try uh, um uh, or try to pursue this dream you know so hey and in my mind like if i'm gonna be a trainer it' gonna be more money you know that, yeah. that's what i was thinking at the time yeah. um hey i'm gonna get certified my boss is like yeah for sure let's do it but you still have to study a few months for, for your beginner certification. So, bigger picture, right? So, corporate gyms like Anytime Fitness, Planet Fitness, they ask for specific uh, certifications that mm. you need, right? Yeah. So, I need, but you need to study for them. It's like almost like a whole course, it's like a college yeah. course type deal. If mm-hmm. you do it the length, it takes almost like four or five months to do. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Around this time, I kind of start picking up a few clients on the side, like athletes, but I really train them at any time. Because if you notice, anytime it's more machines uh not so much room to do like more athletic specific stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I find this gym uh called Push Fitness off on Geronimo next to Guitar Center. Yeah. It's not there anymore, but um
1: I definitely remember Push. Okay. I feel like that was one of the first like what do you say like pre- or you had HPC but then like Push was another yeah, one. Yeah, Push right? was there too. I remember,
0: yeah. th- I remember Daniel had some Daniel was the owner at the time of their of that location. Kaufman? No, yeah. oh, no. Okay. But, okay, so that's crazy cuz uh Daniel and Justin were business. Oh, Dan,
1: why did I say Daniel? Yeah, Justin, my fault. Yeah, yeah, But you know,
0: crazy story, no one knows this. Daniel and Justin were partners for a little bit.
1: Yeah, so I rem- that's why I kind of probably got a mixed Yeah, that. yeah, that's what that's. No, what yeah, what yeah. So they were partners
0: at some point, not when I was there, yeah, but at yeah. some point mm-hmm. back in the day. So me and Daniel, at first, I already knew Daniel somewhat. I used to work at Costa <laughs> Nissan, or well, I used to work everywhere actually. Uh, <laughs> I was working at Costa Nissan one time and this lady, she's a physical therapist. She has, a, she had a physical therapist office inside Daniel's gym push. Mm-hmm. So a long time ago, we I met him. Um, that so I had his contact info. I'm like, hey man, I'm interested in training at your gym. Yeah. What's up? I'm Hit him up. Come in for a quick little interview. He's like, yeah, we will love to have you. So at that time, it would be like a you're a private trainer. Like um, you pretty much pay your rent to the gym. You train your athletes. Athletes pay you, or your clients pay you. Yeah. You pay your rent to the gym. Got you. So it's it's a contract of, trainer.
1: It's like a barbershop. shop. I'll there you go.
0: 100. Yeah. So you're a contract trainer. So we're there. Uh, I start there. I quit anytime. Leaving horrible, we, what's the word? I left with horrible, we had, yeah, bad terms, horrible terms. Yeah. Because remember, they had helped me get my certification. Yeah. But honestly, I'll be honest, I'll, I'll, it was not the best environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't the best bosses, to be honest. Uh, so it's just horrible environment. So I was yeah. like, it was easy for me to leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't even feel bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm out of here. I'm going to pursue this. I'm going to be at, at PUSH, training athletes and training general population. Yeah. and Yeah, man. So then we started at PUSH. Um, I'm trying to think back then. Well. It hasn't been that long, but you forget, right? Yeah. Who's uh,
1: like your, who who you were training at first? Like, how were you getting? My into?
0: first client, I want to say, was a football player from Chapin. His name was, shoot, man, Justin. He doesn't play anymore. He was playing at University of Southwest. He's he's older. He was for sure older than you. Okay, so it was Justin, first client. And around this time, man, I'm in like trying to go through my phone book i'm on instagram just reaching out to everybody like literally saying like hey my name is robert or, I mean, most people, if you're there you know me hey i'm a personal trainer now if you know, if you or anyone you know would be interested in training please let me know wow. literally 100 dms a day 100 texts a day for like the first few months man um and little by little started growing traction i think i was like slid in gabe's dms too a few times <laughs> no homo um <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. yeah paul <laughs> no, i'm just kidding so but yeah but literally like that like hey man like uh, this is what i do we love to train work with you um at this time um Gabe's killing so was, that's how I found out about him. He's killing in the city, so uh reach out to him. Um and that's what i would do, man. Just reach out to athletes, reach out to parents, reach yeah. out to anybody, just not even athletes, just anybody that was willing to train. Yeah. And if they are athletes, even better, you know?
1: Yeah, at first did you like because I trained for a little bit, mm-hmm. but um I knew I had the knowledge, bro, but at the same time, like there was always that like I was always nervous because like I just wanted people to like feel like i knew what i was like talking about early on did you ever feel like like that kind of just like, nervousness or just yeah, like, yeah.
0: Uh, like imposter syndrome yeah exactly yeah God, dude no, honestly no man really? but if you honestly what i think it came from is like i was always in love of being inside the gym and being a better athlete myself mm-hmm. that it was natural for me to I think that I help an athlete improve their game improve themselves so i felt i felt at home honestly it was weird good. i think it just I'm guessing it didn't end up you're not doing that anymore? No, not anymore. Yeah. So maybe I think that's what it has to do. Like if you, maybe if it's not for you, maybe that's where it comes. Yeah,
1: and at the same time it was honestly just kind of like temp I knew I wasn't gonna be okay. like like um not that it, like I enjoyed it, but at the same time I knew I had like other things that I wanted to yeah. pursue. So maybe I mean that might have something you know to do I mean? with because th- you knew like that's what you that was your dream, bro. Yeah, so like- man, for sure.
0: Don't get me wrong, the first few months you're just trying to pay the bills. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure. just trying to pay bills first months, first year, you're just trying to pay the bills, man. Um, and luckily enough, um, or, or I mean, it's a blessing, right? Luckily enough, um, ended up working out. I mean, we were able to grow something from nothing and, yeah, and for sure. yeah, man. So
1: eventually you start getting like a good clientele. Um, at what point, like you start, cause you train like professional yeah. athletes now, bro. So yeah, I know um, you train like Aaron Jones. I know you train like his brother and, mm-hmm. and just, I know. Right now, you train Jeremiah Cooper. Jeremiah Cooper, yeah. Did you train a, his older brother, Tristan? Tristan too? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. so, I mean, those are all like, I mean, top tier athletes out of El Paso, hundred percent, bro, and not even just El Paso in the country, bro. Yeah. So it's like, how did you? At what point did that start coming along?
0: Yeah, for sure, man. So we start training athletes, general population. Um, I get in touch with some. Of, at this point, some of my friends or people that I knew from high school are playing at UTEP. Okay. Um... So I started training some of the UTEP athletes there, a little bit UTEP football players. I, I want to say I meet Alvin first. I don't know, I think through Instagram, I want to say. And then him and Aaron started coming to train with me. Uh, shout out to them. And that's really what opened the doors, man. Yeah. I think really 100% training Aaron and Alvin Jones was what really opened the doors for more athletes to trust us, more player, more football players, more athletes in general trusting us. Around this time, um, the locomotives, the Paso locomotives, yeah. come yeah. into town. One of the guys that I played, that I went to college with my freshman year gets signed to them. Oh wow. Um his name was Foxy. But then before that, I don't know if you heard of Omar Salgado. So Omar Salgado played in the MLS. He was the number one draft pick in twenty eleven. Oh wow, okay. And he's from El Paso. Mm-hmm. Um so I had always been a fanboy of him. Because we're, we're, I think we're about the same age, so at the age of seventeen, I might be wrong. He gets drafted, man. Damn. So I'm like, dude, what? And at this point, I'm, I'm playing in college. Yeah. Or I'm getting ready to go play in college. I'm a junior senior in high school. You're like, man, that's awesome, man. I looked up to this dude, man. He's like, he's making, he's making the dreams come true. Like, yeah. gets drafted at seventeen or eighteen, pro soccer player in the MLS. Um, I'm backstory on him. So I always followed his career. Right, the locomotives come to town. Or actually, backtrack a little bit. Always, I followed his career a little bit. He would be in and out of El Paso, like it's on his time off, off season. I remember one time I'm working at uh, the garden. It used to be this restaurant bar back in the day. Yeah. I'm a bar yeah. back, and he's there, man, just hanging out with friends. I go up to him. I'm like, bro, can I get your autograph? Complete fanboy. And I still, have, I still have the autograph. It's on a little um, receipt tape or something. Yeah. I still have it. Well, fast forward, I ended up reaching out to him when the locomotives come to town and he gets signed. And uh, yeah, he ends up training with me, man, and now he's one of my good friends and longtime client. He doesn't play anymore, but yeah. uh, all the years that he was here with the locomotives, he helped me open the doors with the locomotives. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I run this time. I'm training a lot of football players thanks to Aaron and Alvin, and then a lot of soccer players around this other around this time thanks to Omar. And that kind of just get the, got the wheels rolling, man. And uh, my now business partner Joseph Iglesias starts becoming a trainer with me at Push. Mm-hmm. And we're honestly we're at Push for about maybe two two and a half years and from there we ended up opening up uh top view fitness your your own
1: gym mm-hmm. That's, what was the first location it's uh it's by the airport, airport? so it's top view fitness it's right by the airport okay, yeah yeah and that was what was that like like taking that leap when you first started like was it were you guys knew you were ready or like was it just like a i mean obviously when you're starting any business there's a little bit of like risk involved right you got to put in some investment i'm sure so like what was that like in the early stages of you guys opening it
0: no, for sure, man. Um, to be honest, we were in such a high of mm-hmm. uh, everything was going so good, man. Um, we we're having we have a lot of we had had a lot of athletes. We had a lot of general population clients coming in. A lot of people that were happy with us. A lot of people that were trusting us. Um, but it was still a big leap of faith because at that time, push we had a minimal rent compared. We were making some good money. We had no overhead other than just our rent yeah. compared to what a business entails. Yeah. You have employees. You have a water bill, electric bill, gas bill. Uh, a huge rent, not just like a trainer rent, but a huge rent. Mm-hmm. but man we're, honestly i think we're just so ready in the foundation that is getting having clients and training and having customer service i think that we didn't feel like man we're not gonna be able to do this
1: we're gonna make this yeah, happen for sure so you guys already i mean the fact that i think you guys already had such a solid client base like it, it just helped everything yeah you know? for
0: sure man and we were, we were already pretty much doing what we were doing at push we really we just transferred over to top view yeah what, did, um, what,
1: what are some things that you wanted to kind of do differently, if there's anything?
0: for Yeah, for going from, I guess, push to yeah, top-view?
1: and yeah, just at that point, you saw, like, obviously, the, I guess the athletic, like, just the performance training and just mm-hmm. sports training was getting better. But at the same time, I'm sure you guys had a vision for what it could become, right? So yes. what's, what did you have in mind?
0: 100%. So we wanted more space that also, at push, it was us with our clients, and then Push still had their clients, right? Okay. So it was kind of I don't, now. Looking back, if you look at our videos, and how, it was a mess, but we made it. We would make it work. It was crazy.
2: But it was like a, it was like a takeover. Like mm-hmm. I mean, it's cause we, we. It was it was a mess because it was so packed on our side because mm-hmm. it was just. I mean, bro, like at the atmosphere. So you trained at Push. I trained at push, push, yeah. Because yeah, that's when he first. I I okay. was yeah. with him, but like I remember like. Just the atmosphere and like the
0: bro, like, like and it was, it was like, the, it, was, it yeah. was the most simplest equipment. We had nothing fancy, and we still don't to this day. We don't have nothing like crazy, fancy, million dollar equipment. Uh, we stuck to what we needed, like the, the, whether it's just racks, turf, sleds, dumbbells, kettlebells. So, but I definitely what we wanted with Tavi is more organization, okay? Yeah, more yeah. cleanness, more presentation, more be more presentable, be an actual brand and an actual company, not just two trainers with clients, you know, make it more of a brand, make it a company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what we did. We were a transition. It was still a learning process. It still is, honestly. But it was a learning process. We move over. Our clients come with us. Um, and honestly, it was easy. From one day to the next, it was still the same flow of what we were doing at Push because we were just so used to the practice of our daily habits yeah. of training, you know? Um. So I think that was the main thing. We wanted to make sure to be known as a brand, which was Top View. And I just like, hey, I train with Robert and Joey. No, I train at Top View.
1: Okay, yeah. That's yeah. badass. And so, did, do you, do you now employ like other trainers under you now, or is it just like you two just completely? No, I want to say so. Now we
0: have four locations, and yeah. then between the four locations, we have seventeen trainers oh, wow, front okay. desk. Yeah, and and, and, we're, and we're still hands on too. Yeah, I'm still uh, quite ha- hands on, but now with us having the four locations, I'm also on the law management side, marketing
1: side. True. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you have the uh, so you have the Top View Fitness mm-hmm. um, by Airport, and then you have. You have top view hits, right? Yeah. So how many of those do you have? So we have
0: two top view hits, and the third new concept that we have yeah, right now, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: for sure. And what's because uh, he talks about, it. he says he dies every time he goes. Yeah, right? it's intense. <laughs> I gonna lie, yeah. Like,
2: don't be wrong. Like going to top view fitness at airport, bro. It's like, especially for an athlete, like there's no there's no better place to be. Yeah. One, just because like the breakdown, the functional movement, like depending on what sport you play, bro. It's not stationary, and it's not like very just like structured movement it's explosiveness and it's like it's the being comfortable being uncomfortable yeah. like in the movement and just For getting sure. familiar with that and training your body and so that's difficult in itself but then you go to hit and it's like oh we think like yeah. you think you're in shape until so you go to one of those workouts yeah. right like it, it explodes you like it really work. does i'm not gonna lie like it yeah yeah
0: so top of you hit's gonna be your high interval, interval intense training right yeah. so it's your boot camp style circuit training um, so you're taking care of your condition and your strength in about 50, 55 minutes. Mm-hmm. I, I know there's other gyms out there that might do even 30 minutes, 45 minutes. We do it a little bit longer cause we do incorporate a little bit, a lot more detail. Uh, but yeah, it kicks your butt. So we have those two locations. Um, and then the fourth locations is, uh, top View 24 seven, which is on Stanton by
1: UTEP. Oh yeah. I've seen that one. So that one's just a, would you say like kind of an anytime concept? Exactly. In a, in yeah, a it's way. a
0: traditional going, go out okay. on your own. And we still offer like personal training there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Damn, that's that's dope bro so what are your when you kind of look forward towards like top you what what do you see in the near future even the long future what's your what's your goal right now that you guys are trying to work to
0: for sure man so in my opinion we we grew up we grew we grew up we grew very very fast so it was mm-hmm. it was one new gym every year for the for four years back to back wow. to back okay. and it wasn't even planned that way it just how it happened yeah so i right now it's like we grew so fast that i'm trying to stop like slow down a little bit and work the details. Yeah. Now we have employees, so now i can't just be a trainer now i have to be a leader. So now it's more slowing it down, no more gyms for a while, no more new gyms at least for yeah. for, for a long while in my opinion. Um so yeah, just take care of what we have, grow what we have. And in the bigger picture, I want to get into the sports world, man, get into sports management. Mm-hmm. So maybe represent, like, NFL, yeah. uh, MLB players, soccer yeah. players, maybe some NBA players. I not be an agent, but have agents, okay. and we'll represent NFL, yeah. MLB, NBA. Wow. Uh, and that's I think that's my bigger, my biggest goal right now in the future. Yeah. I
2: think, I think going back to that, like, growth thing is that that growth period happened, bro, but they have something for everybody. You want a commercial? 24-7. Yeah.
1: You want to get in, get
2: out, and burn? Yeah, yeah you're an true. athlete mm-hmm. fitness yeah there's not an area of like that they haven't uncovered yet like yeah. they have a little bit of they have a little bit for something for like for everybody
0: exactly just yeah. try to improve that man and we're not perfect there's so much things we need to improve i think and i think that's a good thing right i think there's not a, a time that we're like oh that's it we made it here's the finish line i don't think that day's ever going to come so just improving what we have and um honestly man giving the opportunity that we had uh when we first started training to my to my trainers to my staff, yeah,
1: that's badass, bro. Still recording. Yeah, all right, we're good. Bro. Sorry, it's because I have tr- trauma, bro. I've I've lost like when I first started, bro. I lost the entire podcast, oh, so I'm gosh, always man. just like using so so recorders. Sure recording not- for the most part, I or not for the yeah. most part, like 100. I've been I've been solid since then. But yes, yeah, it was it was a crazy it was thing. Good, yeah, <laughs> it was a good <laughs> thing. It was my homie, bro. And yeah, like, yeah. we just redid it. The but way way it was, was it? <laughs> it was curry. It was curry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, how do you feel like the um. The El Paso, like just training scene and just uh just sports training and performance, um, how w- what position is it is in is it in right now and how does it maybe compare to like maybe some of the other bigger cities? Do you yeah. think there's still a long way to go?
0: Oh yeah. yeah, we're we're way behind, man. We're probably five years, six years behind on wow. everything. It's definitely been strides. Yeah, yeah, we're we're getting. Yeah,
2: I mean, even like yeah, but no,
0: it's still like yeah, yeah. yeah. we're we're definitely like behind dallas it's hard to compete against dallas in what ways
1: are they just ahead
0: i'm they pay their dues already man there's just facilities that already they've been there for 10 years or or trainers that already paid their dues for 10 years and have that clientele they have that knowledge in a a spectrum of like i mean we have pro athletes we have guys that play in the college level but man you go to other facilities that have 50 pro athletes every year another 50 to 100 d1 or d2 you just call more college athletes so i think in that perspective uh, maybe technology too there's a lot more technology coming out um but i'm a big believer like i'll I'll visit now i visit a lot of gyms throughout the year now that's a big thing i like to do is just visit gyms visit gyms uh network with other trainers um and i see all this technology and that's cool but i'll be honest i'm not a big believer on the like super expensive equipment and technology at least not to train athletes uh or even for for regular population i think you go to facilities that think they have all this crazy technology but have horrible customer service. The energy is mm-hmm. not there. Yeah. Um, the way they interact with the client or the way they care for their people is not all there. Um, so it's it, I want to say we're behind, but that's necessary. Not just because of yeah they have bigger gyms, they invest more money into their their, their um, equipment. But I think we're just behind in the idea of like sports performance training. Yeah. Or even on the general population, man. You go to Dallas, they're charging five times we'll we'll charge here for personal training. Yeah. So Damn. we're just behind in that in that in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it might just be El Paso as a whole, not just the fitness industry, but it's El Paso as a whole, we're yeah, behind. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to
1: say. I mean, mm-hmm. even in like, um, I guess, like, for example, my my family owns, it's called Neep Collective. Okay, um, okay. It's that, uh, it's actually right by Chapin. Okay, sweet. About it. Um, but yeah, and just in, the, in a lot of aspects, like it's a food truck park and mm-hmm. a patio bar. And in a way, it's kind of the first thing that yep. for first of its kind here. But you go to Austin and Dallas, there's a lot of places like that. And it's it's almost like people like they like it, but it's it's also like it's not, it's just so foreign to people, bro. And like like I said, it's not it's not just a fitness industry that is just behind. I feel yeah. like El Paso in general is like probably like five to ten years behind on a lot of things. Yeah. things. What do you think? What do you think it has has to do with? What do you if you had to like pinpoint something?
0: Man, I'm, I'm sure there's a smarter answer for it, right? <laughs> but I mean, you I mean you go to Dallas, right? Uh, which I like to spend a lot of my time in. Uh, there's big companies. Yeah. That just big companies, big corporate companies that there's a lot, there's a, it's money flow, man. I think there's a lot more money flow coming, going through Dallas um, compared to here. Now, I think it might also be, we're a border town. Uh So I, I think in my opinion, is always going to come down to the money part. Like yeah. how much cash flow can, or money flow can flow through a city. We're a border town where a lot of our economy does come thanks to like people from Mexico coming over and shopping over. Mm-hmm. Like we, imagine if we had expensive everything and we were charging all kinds of money or all kinds of stuff for clothes mm-hmm. um stuff like i think that to do i think i'm not saying blame on it on because we're a border town but i think we can't we have to like also adapt to that we're a border sure. town that we rely our, our economy a lot on on mexico yeah we're like compared to dallas for they're sure. not again yeah. I'm, they, I'm sure there's a smarter answer to that but i think that's my personal opinion no
1: for sure I, I think i would agree bro and i think i think you said it. i think it's just the cash flow and the money flow like there's not really, um, there's big corporations here, but for the most part, it's it's like compared to Dallas and Austin, mm-hmm. like you got Google in Austin, mm-hmm. you have AT&T in Dallas. Like there's just a bunch of different yeah. corporations that I guess um, it brings a lot more like just business and yeah, everything like that. So yeah, that's, yeah. I've always, yeah, I've always been curious about that. We have,
0: lo- we have low cost of living here compared yeah, to, but uh, no, that's,
1: that's what it has to do with. You know what yeah. I mean? True that for sure. Um, do you, so for you personally, what do you feel like is um i guess maybe the hardest thing you've um because i started the show off of mental health that okay, was sweet. kind of the main yeah. concept um and so i'm just curious what's what would you say is like just the hardest thing you've had to overcome as far as just internally in your life
0: for sure man i think balance man mm-hmm. balance balance as in like i think for business and entrepreneurship you need a lot of self-confidence mm-hmm. a lot man You have to, you have to bet on yourself when people are doubting you um I think when I again I go back to when I was like hey, I'm going to be a trainer, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh my ex at the time was like man you're crazy. I think my mom was like you're crazy. And I think that's that, that was the hardest part. Like having to prove to everybody like I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to show mm-hmm. that this is a worthy um uh, industry to provide one day for mm-hmm. my future family just have respect like this respectable industry where you can uh, earn a living from it, you know? So I think that was the hardest part at that time. I'm like man, I need to have the confidence mm-hmm. to make this happen. You doubt yourself, you know. You doubt yourself, and then you, you, as we start being successful, I guess you want to say, and uh, you have to find that balance of you have self confidence, but you're not cocky. Mm. And I think that's a hard part sometimes. Yeah. Um, where you find that confident, like you're confident, but you don't also want to become out as cocky. Yeah, for sure. Um, or time management. You know, I, I when I was growing the gyms, I missed a lot of things with my mm. family um the first two years of training were tough man i'm not tough but i'm i was working well at that time i thought i was working a lot now i would probably work a lot more yeah i was working monday through sunday grinding i missed a lot of things uh lost a lot of friends Mm. um so but i think that's a mental aspect of it like you have to find balance in your life man and that's where even now man now um i'm engaged and I'm i'm slowing down a little bit on that perspective Where like I can't just work my ass off Monday through Sunday. You know yeah. what I mean? That's not going to be a healthy thing f- for me to have when I have a family, you yeah. know, just being a workaholic. For sure.
1: It's kind of a complicated thing though, yes. right? Cause if, if you really think about it, like it may not have been the healthiest thing, but would you really be in the position you are now? If you didn't go Monday through Sunday, like uh, just working that
0: a hundred percent, man. And that, and I remember that. And I think you remember who you, that, that I remember Robert seven years ago where when I first started, we didn't have a dime to our name. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you still wake up and be honest, I say this all the time. You still wake up with like that, like thinking that Mm -hmm. I don't think that feeling of like hunger ever goes away. Like, man, like, um, or not, well, yeah, hunger, but also like you never are comfortable where you're at. Yeah. At least for me, I don't think, um, that's ever going to leave. So also the mental health of that, man, like, Hey Rob, chill out, like slow it down now. Like, yeah. Find the balance of, are you overworking yourself and, and missing opportunities of of memories with family mm. and people that love you and care for you yeah. or and that's the hardest part man and that's that's, that's my that's yeah. my current current not dilemma but I, that's the current thing i'm at yeah. right now you know that's very relatable finding bro, balance for
1: sure that's um because i mean like obviously where i think like like i was saying like working hard is just like i mean you 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 need to do that to get to like where you because we all have goals we all yeah. have aspirations but at the same time like your mental health like because i know for a while i neglected a lot of things when it came to just my personal life mm-hmm. as far as my friends, my family and it did affect me but I, w- I was also like putting in time into things I really love but it's like you say it's just that balance bro it's so w- bro. what would you say is um your main like cuz you you talk about that hunger when you wake up do yeah. you think your main motivation is just not wanting to go back to like where you were like what what's what drives you in in that way what yeah man is? i think
0: you always remember that feeling of, I, I always remember that feeling like, man, like, and it's, not, it's never about the money either, but you yeah. just do remember, like, man, literally having sense to your name. Mm-hmm. So that hunger, that one day you're gonna wake up, is gonna be all gone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Number two, I'm thankful for the opportunity, man. It's a blessing from God to have the opportunity that we have, man, and yeah. work with the people that we have. So thankful to the craft. Like, I'm thankful to be in this industry and thankful and grateful to have the opportunities that I've been given. Mm-hmm. And third, um, A little bit of hunger I don't want nobody to catch up to us To be yeah. honest I I remember when I was When I first started I was a young 22 year old Hungry as hell And I could say I looked up to a lot I had a lot of mentors That I looked up to In the fitness industry That I I wouldn't say I overlapped already And I don't want that To happen to me Yeah To be yeah, honest Sure
1: Yeah I'm I'm curious about this What what was it um, What was it like when, when you were Kind of like Just putting in those Like those long hours And mm-hmm. you said you lost people You lost yeah. friends and stuff how did that feel? Like, what? What? Because a lot of people kind of go through that, where it's like um, you can be really focused on something, and you start noticing people just drop off in a way. Yeah. Um, how did you navigate that?
0: Yeah, I mean, and that still happens to this day, right? Yeah. There's just levels. Eventually, there's levels to it where you're gonna lose people. Yeah. And then to this day, that still happens, right? Um, I think at that time I was so locked into wanting this gym to happen in this um. The, the goal of being a trainer to happen that I didn't... Not that yeah. I didn't care. But I was like, man, I'm going to make this happen. For sure. I don't care what I have to sacrifice. I lost friends. I lost mm-hmm. relationships. Um, and so, obviously, it's hard, right? Because yeah. you're lonely, bro. You're lonely grinding it out. Um, and that also doesn't ever really relieve you either. Even now, man, there's lonely nights that I... I probably honestly work more now. Maybe not training, but just managing. I work more now. Yeah. Uh, a lot of lonely hours. And it's like... but you, so, so, you do you remember how you started and it never really goes away. So I think just, again, back to balance. Yeah. Having that balance. And yeah, I mean, it was like, you feeling losing friends yeah. and having your mom pissed off at you because you were missing time with your family, but she did not understand like, um, the grind and the entrepreneurship. Yeah. It, and I mean, it maybe it's not for her to understand, but that was hard. I think that was the hardest part, man. Having my mom understand, like, I'm going to miss things. I'm, I was yeah, missing things. For sure. Family Especially events. the Mexican families, bro. Yes.
1: You have, You show up to one party. Bro, it got to the like. It's gotten to a point, bro, where like, I, I won't go to parties or something. And then like my dad comes back. My mom comes back. And you're, they're like, my tia Alma or tia Miros, we asking for you. I'm like, damn, bro. I'm going to have to face them <laughs> next time, bro. Like They yes. really let you hear it, bro. They'll let you hear it. Yeah, <laughs> 100%, 100%, bro. For yeah. sure, too. And uh, yeah, and like.
0: Yeah, stuff like that, man. Just you start missing a lot of things, like it's a lot of sacrifices that you have to put in forward, and and that never goes away, honestly, bro. And at least not yet for me. At least I think there's different things that we want to accomplish. That I want to accomplish that. I'm still going through that sometimes too, honestly. Mm-hmm.
1: What would you? What would you? What's advice you'd give to someone? What What would you say to someone who was in your position, um, like when you first started, where people were like, "You're crazy," like you're, like they're kind of in a way they're doubting you. Um, it lo- let's just say someone's going through that right now. What is something you would tell them? And they're going to take that leap, like, into training or something that, just another field, but they're taking that leap that you did. Yeah, I know. Uh, what, what would you say to them?
0: hundred percent, man. I think everybody says believe in yourself, but uh, more than anything, believe in your hard work, right? Mm. Um, and I think that when you asked me if we were down here, so when we first opened our first spot, we, man, we were working so hard and willing to put in the work, whether it took Monday through Sunday, that we in doubt, like, we are going to make it happen. So believe in your, in your and yeah, in your self-worth, but it, believe in your hard work. For sure, because um, a it's gonna remind you like okay cool yeah I have self esteem but no, like you gotta believe in your hard work are you really working hard you know, um, and the, the day get ready because you're probably gonna have to do that for the next hundred years I don't yeah. think that that ever ever has to leave you for sure
1: damn that that's true because in, in reality like I, at least from what I've experienced like a lot of that just kind of anxiety and just like that fear and that um that thing that like you have that self doubt mm-hmm. it kind of. It, it really lowers and kind of goes away when you know you're doing all that you can as far as the work you know mm-hmm. when you're doing like you're doing your part as far as like i don't know if you're a football player bro you know yeah. you're you're watching film you know you're you're doing all those things and it's just like yeah you might have some doubt but at the same time if you know what you're doing what you can you're gonna let the rest kind of like
2: when you, when you when you take care of what you need to take care of bro you can accept the outcome regardless of what it is yeah it's just sure. like it's it's clarity in the fact that like I put all that, I, like, yeah. you, could, you could face yourself in the mirror, because only, like, you can't teach yourself, bro, like, you can't. Like, yeah. you know whether you did everything you could have, yeah. or you don't. you still left some of the tank, you're yeah. saving stuff, or you're stored, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, it's, sure. that's pretty, That's pretty. like, yeah. it's just being authentic. Right? Like, yeah.
0: the power of self-evaluation, you know, like, yeah. self-evaluating yourself. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, For being sure. true to yourself. Yeah,
1: <laughs> what is, um, if you could attribute, like, your success to one thing, that up to this point i'm sure there's different things but the main thing that we were like you look to is like that's one of the main principles that i'd stick to
0: yeah man i i i think it just goes back to my parents bro like i want to say i grew up probably like middle class we always had a roof over our heads food at our table clothes on my back um but i grew up with my dad working two jobs Mm -hmm. um my mom was a teacher in juarez so she for 30 years for my whole life i'm gonna be 30 uh she would cross over every day teach in juarez and come back um, so I think I was exposed to like hard work very, very early on and, and sacrifice and providing. And, um, if it, if it takes my, ever remember my dad would go into like Walmart from 6am to like, let's say 4pm and then he would leave for an hour, have a lunch break, go to checkers, like AutoZone, I think AutoZone yeah. bottom out and go work AutoZone for checkers at the time, 4 to 9pm, come home, repeat five days in the weekend, still have side gigs, yard work, stuff yeah. like that. So, um, I think mean, that's what it was, man. I, 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 I being exposed to like hard work early on, um, and another big thing, bro. When well, me, my mom being a teacher in Juarez, and my mom being from Mexico, we go to Mexico a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, if I'm sure you guys been to Mexico, but you see like little kids hustling at such an early age, bro. Yeah, for sure. Like, they're, they're you're in the you're you're in the
1: line to get over, it and like they're coming with like their shit, bro. Toys, snacks. They're cleaning your fucking windshield and shit. Like that, it's crazy, bro. Yeah,
0: that, like, that is that is life changing, bro. Yeah. I think I was. I was exposed to that a very, very and reminded that daily. Mm. If I ever had a complaint growing up, my mom reminded us of those little kids that were hustling some some candy, some cheekless for a few cents and um my mom was a teacher not in the best parts. I literally saw like cardboard houses and like um pallets, what do you call it? Like the Yeah, wooden pallets. Yeah. And I think that's what it was, man. And I think I I always have those memories stuck to my head in this day. Like, are you if the little kid that's eight year old is hustling just to eat Monday through
1: Sunday, like there's no excuse for me. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. So I think that's what it is, man. Yeah. And so, so you just got recently engaged. Yeah. Um, how long were you guys like dating before that? Six months. Really? Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's that's dope, bro. That's yeah. Legit. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not for
0: everybody. I'm not putting trying to put it out yeah, there. Yeah. Like, no, for sure.
1: And it's, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's dope. That's that's awesome. Because I mean, that's the goal for me, bro. I mean, that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. but how do you feel? Because, like, I mean, you're not obviously not dating anymore. You have somebody, but, like, wh- how up to that point, you um, did you were you dating because you had an ex? Yeah, up yeah, to that point were you just dating and just like seeing? Oh, people? yeah,
0: for sure, bro. I was a straight up mess. Um, yeah, I was crazy, bro. I was 100% yeah. uh,
1: the worst guy out there
0: that you could be. Um, self evaluation, I can definitely admit that. Yeah, uh, I was a typical piece of shit dude for sure. Um, yeah, man, no, I was enjoying yeah. myself for sure, and then, but yes. Yeah, Life starts slowing down um, a little bit, and you start putting things in perspective. Uh, even with, bi- I think business helped me do that too. I there's no way I could be trying to run four successful gyms and also be uh, doing other things on the weekends or staying up late. And yeah, man, so it's a little bit of perfect timing, right? It's about yeah. timing. And uh, I'm getting older. I think it's a little bit of that too. And uh, and then Olivia, that's my fiance's name. She's younger than me. She's 20. Oh, wow. so I'm 20, okay. she's, she's about to be 21 in February I'm to yeah. turn 30 in February uh, but you know us bro guys mature at such a different time than girls yeah if you were to talk to Liv, she looks like she's about to turn 30. I'm about to turn 21 uh, that's what it looks like <laughs> she's so mature and uh, yeah I have a great partner bro she keeps me in check and uh, she definitely gives me like perspective and the goals that I want for us
1: yeah. yeah that's so dope How do you feel like like um, before like you were dating how do you yeah. feel like things had changed like in recent? in today's society how do you feel like you feel like it's changed like prior to like when your parents were coming up and like oh, you, do you think yeah. it's a lot harder to to find somebody
0: yeah man, i think it's harder to find somebody and i think it's also harder to be that person that that person might need you know mm. uh there's a lot like with social media you make things like social media makes things more i don't there's more options with social media or i think some guys um yeah there's more options you think you yeah. see what's out there um it's not very traditional um hella options bro yeah right if right like (laughs) i think in that perspective or um oh man yeah so in that perspective as a guy i think we think like oh man so look at that girl from freaking
1: over here not even from Paso, she might be across the world shoot right um and then on the other side like an attract super attractive girl that probably lives here is probably has 30, 40 other guys that like probably have like. Yeah, man. A or you know what? I talked
0: to this about my mom all the damn time. Like, for example, my par- it's funny, my parents were also only dating for six months when my dad proposed. Yeah. So, um, but they were doing distance for like four months, like true distance. But there's no cell phone, there's no FaceTime. Yeah. They would talk on the phone once every eight days, nine days. Lord knows what your partner was doing when you guys are doing distance.
1: Yeah. And that's
0: my mom, like, how would you guys even trust each other? And she's like, we would just trust each other. Yeah. So i think that's
1: so dope man that's, that's so cool oh bro that's bad i mean yeah you, can, you can't even imagine if you go eight days without talking to someone you're talking to that's a wrap <laughs> like, like, yeah yeah, yeah
0: like sure. oh she she hates me she doesn't hasn't, she text me in an hour what yeah, the hell like she hasn't no. replied to me and even even people didn't do they could have lived in el paso back in the day but they only had that home phone yeah um they, and again they probably would only talk if they yeah. didn't go to the same school or they wouldn't work to or who knows, right? They probably would only talk once a week. Yeah, no. And you would just have to trust. For and that's sure. crazy, bro. Life is
1: just so fast nowadays, bro. yeah. Yeah. It's
2: so
0: fast. Yeah. Like, it's so sped up. Back like back then, like, yeah, it was just mm-hmm. it was some life um life. Yeah. Just different, bro. Yeah, yeah. Or I think I'm very big on um I don't wanna say catch a vibe, but I think we also take ourselves too serious when we first start dating someone, like whether you're a guy or a girl, some girls or some guys like you hang out with them once. All right, what's up? What are we? What, what Are we going to get married? We're like, we'll yeah. come like, catch a vibe. I think I'm a believer in like my partner's my best friend and let's be best friends and friends get to know each other first and go from there. I mean, cause mm. you, should, you should be your best friend, you know? Yeah. That's, that should be the foundation of it yeah. all. That's, a foundation, that's badass. Because you're going like, yeah. to go back
2: and forth. It's going to be bad, but it's just the type of foundation. Yeah. Yeah, man. Honest.
1: Yeah. No, that's dope. I think another thing that I was actually just talking to my parents about this, bro, and they brought up a good point. Uh, my mom was saying like, how, how do you even like, I feel like before you even start talking, you already know so much about that one person, you know, like just because yeah. of social media and like, that's a good you, point, bro. And, and yeah, I'm just thinking like you, you, and it was crazy. Cause my mom's like, we never really talk about this, bro. But she brought up that good point. I was just like, I mean, that's so right, bro. Cause you can, even though you, you've never met the person. Yeah, you can just do their stories, do their friends, do he said, she said. Like, you already know so much, bro. So I wonder how much that actually affects yeah. um, somebody's, like. You're on the first day trying to act like you don't know nothing about them. Right? Like, oh, yeah. like. You know, yeah. you,
0: have, you know they have three siblings. For you sure. know where their parents grew up at.
1: like, You know who they talked to before. Yeah, so it's just like, nah, yeah, it's yeah like
0: that's shit. so true. Yeah. So yeah. there's not even, like, you're yeah, there's no mystery to it. Some, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I think that definitely affects a lot of it, bro. Now that I think about it, that's fucking wild. Yeah, man damn so what's advice you to give someone who's like who who's like damn i can't find anybody bro like it's i know you were single for a little bit so but you just you found your your fiance. so yeah, yeah. if you're
0: a guide yeah. uh, take your time don't okay, rush into yeah. it
1: i'm yeah i've
0: they're definitely no as i said us guys mature way later mm-hmm. and take care of yourself first whether it's financially emotionally physically um because even then and i'm not saying i gotta figure it out all yeah, my yeah. By, beyond means right i don't definitely we're not a perfect couple we're not a perfect relationship uh but i think it helps when you know who you are first and take care of yourself mm. first and then you can take care of someone else so no definitely take your time do not rush into
1: anything take for your sure. time nah that's a good point bro especially for men like you i i feel like you just not that i think everybody should have their shit together but for sure like i think I'm, like for a man it's big bro like it's your body right, you're just everything in in general, right? Yeah, yeah. your
0: mental right, because mm-hmm. you're in for a ride when you're not. Just you're in for a ride when <laughs> your
1: relationship, man. I was yeah, kidding. Nah, type nah, nah.
0: shit. But no, but yeah, seriously, mm-hmm. no, take your take your time. Ain't no rush, bro. Yeah, ain't no rush.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, so what what do you have, uh, kind of coming up in this next year, bro? What do you are you traveling a lot this this coming year? Like, what's what's going on? Yeah, for like,
0: sure, man. Um, that's he's back to balance. I'm trying yeah. to travel a little bit more and enjoy life a little bit more with balance you know um i make sure my my is enjoying life too and and i'm more present mm-hmm. um i mean i'm just so used to like even if i'm if with her i'm on my phone i'm on my ipad and definitely this year my goal is to be a, bit, a better partner a better son better um brother and be present and but yeah I travel a little bit more enjoy myself a little bit more uh, one of my best friends uh phil he lives in a van bro he's doing van life oh shit so he did all of the u.s he did all of mexico right now they're in south america and i try to meet up with them every chance i can Hell yeah Uh, we've done mexico city um he's in austin right now so i just got back last weekend from austin um enjoy my best friends bro i do have uh my best friend kevin and phil i try to catch up with them as much as i can and um so i my travel is just based off Either my girl planned something, or my friend Phil calls me. Hey, let's meet up in <laughs> Mexico City or something like that. But definitely want to travel more and um oh yeah, and start working on that uh, sports agency man yeah. that I'm trying to get, that I'm trying to tap into. Yeah, that's so bad. Yeah
1: what's what's your what's your day like, bro? Give me give me a Rob's like day in the life, bro. From a work day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I usually get up at five a.m. Sheesh. I'm up, usually up by five a.m. What time you go to sleep? During the week, one a.m. Twelve a.m. or one a.m. So, so you get four hours. Of four sleep. hours, Monday through Friday, I'm on four hours. That's um, grinding, bro. So just I still have some personals and some clients that I see and I train. So usually uh either my day will start personal training a little bit or just managing the gyms. Make sure, make sure all the trainers at all the locations are good to go. if They need anything, I'm there. Um, and I for sure just visit the gyms every day as much as I can mm-hmm. and just market sit down on my iPad, work out. I'm yeah. trying to work out more I'm trying to work out. You'll be surprised. Uh, in the past years, you'd think because I was at a gym, I would work out a lot, and I would not. I think mean, this past year was the most I've ever worked out, mm-hmm. take care of my my body and mind, right? Um, but, yeah, so then I work all day, work out, have a little lunch.
1: You're just moving to gym, gym to exactly, gym. Exactly, like yeah, things. gym yeah.
0: to gym, gym mm-hmm. to gym, uh, whether it's with a client, marketing. If we have some leads coming in, I want to do a tour or uh, meetings with different um, people I might partner up with, whether it's uh, the high school coaches I like to visit with, Um uh, not recently the the new tip staff try to tap in with them or different companies just collab as much as we can with um sometimes other gyms or
1: yeah, I see you work with like do you have um Dick, like, any aspirations to open any bars? Because I feel like you you kind of work closely with, like, some bars here, no? Yeah, so no. um,
0: shout-out to uh, Dickie Williams and Anthony yeah. Maldonado. They're my business partners for the Hit Gyms. Oh, okay. So they,
1: they they partner with you guys. Yes, they're, they're, they're my so.
0: partners for the Hit Gyms, man. So yeah.
1: how did that come about?
0: So Dickie was one of my clients when I first started training. Mm. Uh, now he's a big mentor of mine. Um, still is, but so he became a client. He's my mentor. And then eventually um, I was given the opportunity to team up with him and, and build these hit gyms man and yeah. shout out to him it was he was the one actually got that ball rolling in that yeah. it was an honor when he brought that up to me and uh yeah man
1: bro the amount of bars that dude has and just businesses and yeah man no, he's, yeah. He's, he's crazy
0: man he yeah he sets the bar high for yeah. for any business entrepreneur man he's a dope ass dude um always up to something man yeah so um yeah man so that's how i got to work with him yeah glad yeah. he brought it up
1: that, that's so dope uh so what's um what's something you would say to someone um Who's going through just a really tough time in their life, mentally, physically, or just anything? What's what's advice you would give to them? What's something you'd say to them?
0: Um, I think lean on your loved ones. Leave, lean on your go-to people. Where I think for me is always my mom, right? My mom now, of course, Olivia, my fiance. Lean on the people that know you the best, and like what might be a friend. You know what I mean? And not be scared to show your emotions. I think us guys sometimes we we. We hold it in. We wanna be that tough guy, right? We don't like to get too emotional until we freaking break and we explore. Maybe it's just me, who knows, right? Maybe it's just <laughs> uh but I think yeah, like not be scared of talk about your feelings, you know, yeah. and and find someone that, that you trust to talk about it. And I hold it in. I think again, us guys try to like really hold it yeah, in and be that tough guy, sure. you know.
1: Yeah, hmm. not for sure. Are you religious? <sighs> um, I
0: used to be more religious to be honest yeah. with you, man. Uh yeah, that's a whole other thing. Um I I, I do believe in God. I am a of faith, but I definitely don't visit a church like I used to. Mm-hmm. Um I'm a big believer right now in um in serving people. For sure. Um like nothing wrong with going to church, right? But I think back in the day I would find myself going to church by not treating the people the best. You know, where like my thing right now is my priority is making sure I'm treating people the best and volunteering as much as I can and giving back. Um in that sense. Yeah, I think well, that's big, yeah. Yeah, but I wouldn't say I'm religious but i definitely have faith yeah for sure
1: that's something i really recently discovered this year is just like just giving back a lot more yeah like that's that's something i i kind of neglected for a while and not even just like just really just giving but in just in general like just supporting a lot of other people in their own ventures and businesses and like especially locally like i know have a lot of friends that have their own businesses and stuff and yeah it's just it goes such a long way whenever like you just kind of you don't even need anything in return. It's literally just because you want to see other people, like, win and stuff. Yeah, right?
0: man. Honestly, just being a good person and treating yeah. people right and um, going out of your way and giving value to other people, you know. And um, But, yeah, just being a good person and not just, like, actually living it. Like, we, I think, at least for me, I get to see 100 faces a day and I want to be the best part of their day. Yeah. If they're having a bad day, I want to make their day better. Um, if there's anything I can do for anybody, uh, yeah. I love being there, man.
1: What, what's your favorite, if you had to choose – what makes you excited or just what gets you up? Like, or what, what's your favorite thing about training someone?
0: Um, I put myself in their shoes, bro. Mm-hmm. I think I remember what it was when I was in high school and I wanted to that, call that college scholarship. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in college and I had dreams of going pro. I remember that process. And I think that I, when we have kids come in, whether they're a freshman in high school or they're a freshman in college, or we've, we've been honored to work with pro, um, pro athletes so it's college athletes that are trying to make it to the nfl mm-hmm. and um leaving their dream man i think yeah. knowing that what it felt like when you had that big dream and you're trying to help them reach those dreams
1: uh i'll leave you with one question because it just came to mind super curious what what's something that you uh if you would give advice to someone finding in a in a business partner like joseph
0: yeah okay
1: yeah What what's some what's advice you'd give to someone
0: So first things first, I think a lot of people try to automatically go with their best friend for business. Mm. Um, I'll be honest. I wouldn't say me and Joseph were, like, best friends um, when we first decided to open the gym. It just worked out so well that we were acquaintances from high school. We were friends. Um, It's a a relationship, bro. It's, like, literally how I have to, like, we talk about, like, finding a girlfriend and a wife. That's what a business business partnership is, man. You got to make sure you're... Have someone that you can communicate with effectively. That's going to put in the same grind as you. Because um, there's bad days, just like in a relationship. You have mm-hmm. it's a wave, man. There's bad days, good days. So what I would say, mad, because I mean I have best friends now. We're like, man, we, we want to go into business together. But no, I would I want I want to say um, don't automatically assume because you're you're best friends with someone that the business is going to work. I think find someone that motivates you, inspires you, um, to want to be better, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe. Maybe someone that's already more experienced than you because at the end of the day, you, that you already have something to work towards, too. I want to yeah. be at their level, you know? Uh, for example, example Dickie and Anthony, like, they've already been in the business game, the bar industry, and and had way more successful experiences than I ever did. So when they when they approached me with the idea, like, heck, yeah, man, there's so, so much room for me to learn from and uh, be coachable with that I think you always want to find someone that's going to make you better at the end of the
1: day in the business world. that's That's gold right there. I like that. Well, man, that's uh, that's episode twenty-seven. Oh yeah, appreciate the it, most bro. Most vulnerable player, bro. It was a pleasure having you on, man. No, I appreciate you, man. Thanks yeah. for the invite, bro. No, it was for a lot. sure. Is there anything um, like people could support? I mean, obviously you have those gyms, you have the four locations, uh, your Instagrams. What Rob? Uh, what's your Instagram? Uh,
0: Roberto Godinez nine one five. Yeah, I've, yeah.
1: Just it's a follow. Appreciate it. Um, and I'm sure, people can catch you at the top views and everything. So appreciate it, man. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Thanks, bro. Thank you.
0: Appreciate it, dog. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate it. Was I talking loud, bro?